You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are doing another emergency garden report. This one is a legit emergency. Um, still kind of logging into everything as it's going on here. Bobby Manning is over there. I'm John Zanis. Uh, I know you guys, if you're joining us here, are following um, all of the developments here on social media um, and what's happening uh, regarding uh, Emu Doka and the Boston Celtics. Um, it's messy. It's unclear, um, which is part of the problem um and uh right now the balance of you know both the Odoka celtics future and um you know kind of the the, the immediate future and possible long-term future of boston celtics um you know really uh hangs in the balance one thing i want to make sure we don't do is worry about the motivation behind what's happening with the team yeah this is bad for the team losing your head coach right before training camp is bad for the team but again if something that Ime Odoka did or something that's going on behind the scenes merits this type of punishment, it is what it is in that regard. But the problem right now, Bobby, is we lack real clarity on any of the issues. And what do we know? Extremely little. It's limited to about two tweets. Um, a Woj bomb at 10 o'clock. And just to set the stage here, and then we'll get your take. And, uh, you know, please jump in on the chat here. And I know people have a lot of opinions um, about possible suspension uh, and discipline coming up for email Doka for something. So everybody's running wild with it. A um, couple hours later, it comes out that it's a relationship with a female st staffer deemed consensual. Um, and then it comes out, I guess, tweet number three, um, he could be suspended a year, um, which is insane, uh, which means they take this extremely seriously. Um, and then basically the fourth, nugget here the fourth pillar of all of this is uh most recently from chris mannix um udoka's considering resigning um which i'm not surprised given the severity of the punishment and the fact that this might be ultimately the celtics um you know preferred outcome is yeah. that this this go that he goes away and that's where i've landed here after all of this it's been kind of a roller coaster ride but I don't know, just to get your initial take on, on what's happening. And again, it's important. To, I know there's rampant speculation and stuff going on Twitter. And now you've got social media hunts for who is the woman and what did he do and this what this and that. But uh, it's insane that this is where we are right now, that something happened that's so severe that the Celtics are basically ready to wash their hands with Ime. Yeah, and none of us are HR basketball management experts here what's the best courses in the course of action uh, if what's alleged to have happened here happened i don't think any of us had a great idea right away and i think 
the first reaction among many of us was confusion over that length of the suspension a year. Uh, does this really merit a long absence or even an ousting from the team here, which is you know possibly what's going on here? But you start to see what becomes of uh, this being out there and this behavior that alleged to have happened uh, go, going on, that speculation. You know, who, who are the females on the team? Uh, you know, who could this have been? That's damaging. And not only to the organization, but particularly to those individuals on the team. And that is what motivates, I would imagine, having a rule like this where there's no even consensual relationships allowed on the team here. And, and so, this is not a strange thing. And again, to kind of paint the picture here, like, this is what's weird. The, yeah. the, 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 the two words that are the key here is consensual being one. And yeah. there is a notion, certainly with the power dynamics in an inner office relationship, that there's no such thing as a consensual relationship because somebody, um, uh, you know, when it, when it's a superior and a subordinate. Um, so that is understandable and it makes sense. Um, and there's a million reasons why in, in Massachusetts, you can terminate people, uh, for, for this, uh, for dating. So that's a law. Yeah. I mean, but also it's a, t a team and it's a company. You can allow things you cannot. Um, you know, uh, uh, I mean, companies can do whatever they want. If the Celtics said so, that's fine. Um, you know, and you're worried about other things like, uh, you know, uh, potential, you know, uh, any coercion or any, uh, bullying or any, anything that can really disrupt the workplace. The reason behind it is it can really mess up, you know, your entire workplace. And that's why it's not condoned. That being said, there's probably a ton of people, myself included, who ended up in relationships, long-term relationships, uh, with people who they worked with. I, I am one of them. Um, and, I understand it. And it's also very normal that people meet people dating X, Y, Z and this and that. So the whole thing is very sticky without details. It's really hard to say what it is, but certainly you're always, there's always, pro it's always problematic when that happens. Uh, what, what is particularly, not, particularly yeah. in a basketball sports setting where there's a small number of female employees, of course, it's come out that it was indeed a female employee and you have essentially this social media hunt now of who is it? And again, the damage there is considerable, uh, especially if someone's falsely accused there. So we know from the team that Udoka is involved in this. This is what he's been accused of. On the other side of this relationship, there's real potential career damage here. So as this progresses, right, as we learn more, as we kind of see uh, how what this turns into here, you start to understand a little bit more why this is potentially unsustainable in this work setting where Ime Udoka is the head coach of this team. He's overseeing other employees. We don't know which employee this was or what that power dynamic was, as you said, John. But there's a rule in place. I'm sure Ime was made well aware of this rule, and he appears to have stepped outside of it. So what's the right penalty here? Hard to say. But ultimately, it does seem like this is something that could potentially uh, cost him his job just because of the fact of how do you bring him uh, back into this setting after a certain amount of time here? It's hard to say. Like, this is this is really tricky stuff here, especially with uh, so, and that's And then so this is where I believe. And again, w people are going to get hung up on the details and and what's behind them. The, the bottom line is this, and this is what's become clear. It has risen. It is either simply a policy that they have a zero tolerance policy um, around. 
and he crossed that line and that's fine. There's going to be speculation about it's more a matter of the who than the what. We don't know that. And again, it's not worth speculating. What is what we know, if you put the pieces together very clearly and forget about you're right, there's going to be social media, internet sleuthing, trying to figure out who and X, Y, and Z. It's a shame that that's happening. It's a shame that someone like Mark Spears had to come out to defend the reputation of Allison Feaster um, and deny that it was her because that's where everybody went because she's one of the front-facing female staffers, certainly on the scouting side of things, holds a, a prominent position in the Celtics organization. It's a shame. Uh, but now there's a ton of stuff going out there and there's people's uh, faces being plastered all over. That's that's a, that's a horrible for those people. Uh, yeah. But what is clear, what we can put together based on what we know right now is that if the Celtics are considering a year-long suspension and longer, um, and Chris Mannix is now reporting that resignation is on the table, the Celtics are done with Ime Udoka, and I think that that's a reality that I think has to sink in for everyone. Um, this is not something I think he comes back from, and this is not something I think they want him to come back from. I think they... Uh, Clearly, and again, there's question about whether the Celtics are the ones who put out this information. Um, and I think it's very, very clear, Bobby, at this point that the Celtics' ultimate outcome, desired outcome here, is to be done with Ime Udoka, possibly resulting in some sort of um, resignation, settlement, which, you know, kind of, uh, you know, absolves both sides um, from uh, any sort of legal action down the side, uh, down the road. And that's that. You go on your way. We go on ours. Here's some money. Let's call it a day. This is we're, we're done. They're done. This is over, uh, which is insane. So you have multiple things. What did he may do? Does it rise to the level of uh, and merit this level of reaction and punishment? It's hard to say because you don't have full details. And I don't know whether we'll get them fully or they'll be piecemeal together over time. But the other thing is the very real thing. Emil Doka is probably never coaching the Boston Celtics again, which yeah. is. So that's the real world, reality. The and real an ominous world start. And an yep. ominous start to a week where we've already talked about Robert Williams if we're going to go over this basketball side. And Danilo Gallinari's ACL tear. Could even loop in the Jalen Brown fiasco in July. Just a, I don't know if you'd call it disastrous offseason for the Celtics, but certainly not a good one. And now you have this leadership void atop the team, particularly in the short term. Seems like Joe Mazzulli is going to take over as interim head coach, a coach who only has... Uh, main Red Claws, uh, assistant coaching experience, as well as two seasons as a college head coach, uh, was sort of more of a development head coach for this team under Brad Stevens, carried over uh, under Udoka's leadership, particularly at the urging of Jason Tatum, who's been very complimentary of him. Uh, but is this coach prepared, uh, qualified even for the big expectations that this team's taken on this year? while also being a voice of the organization at this very challenging moment. They certainly seem to believe in him uh, if they're propelling him to this position. Uh, Chris Mannix, of course, floating around as well, the possibility that an experienced head coach like Frank Vogel could join the bench to help ease this transition as well. I think that would be smart. Uh, but definitely just a rocky moment, days from media day, for this team that is going to have to address this in some way. And they should uh, potentially bring in this public here. And, you know, that's sort of the thing we're going to quibble over here, right, is if they did put this out there and make it a public issue, was that the right thing to do? I'm sure we'd be sitting here if we were still guessing from that initial Woj report saying, why haven't the Celtics said anything? 
So you can't win either way, I guess, there if you're them. You know, we'd be furious, I'd imagine, if we didn't know what was going on. All right, quick pause to tell you about our exclusive wagering partners and one of our sponsors here at The Garden Report, Bet Online. Over at betonline.ag, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football odds, news, and game matchups. Bet Online is your continued source for all your wagering information, including live betting, free contests, and live scores. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, including, of course, MLB, MMA, tennis. Uh, boxing, and of course, even golf. You know you're going to have basketball and hockey coming around the corner as well, so get ready for that. Use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that code is CLNS50. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Oh, so, again, but that's the thing is, let, let's yeah. let's weigh it. Let's weigh it. That's what's, and this is the other thing we're going to be talking about. Let's weigh this punishment, which is resulting in flat out, basically essentially termination, but let's just call it the one year, one year suspension. If that's what it is, that's what Sarver got for being a, an absolute dirtbag for the entirety of probably his adult life. And honestly, maybe longer um, uh, and just being consequence free. And you have someone like Adam Silver saying, well, yeah, they operate by a different set of rules. I mean, I guess clearly, but this isn't a league thing. It's a team thing. So what is it that he may, how did he may so badly? And again, I look, we're not naive. We're not dumb. Like I I've worked in this business long enough to know there is a ton, a ton of stuff like this that happens all the time that gets swept under the rug by organizations because they don't want their dirt out in the open. Um, and and again, I don't know what this is, and I don't know, you know, how severe. You don't know whether consensual is a real is it something is truly consensual. That's only been reported one place, so it's not fair to weigh this versus everything else. But in terms of interoffice infidelities, or guys stepping out, or people doing things, or coaches taking liberties, or players, or X, Y, and Z, um, I mean, give me a break. You know, like this is something that you see and you hear about a ton. If all of Boston media decided to let loose with everything that they've heard from really reliable, credible sources that everybody decided to look the other way on and pretend wasn't a real thing because there's like, ah, whatever, whatever happens behind the scenes is their business. We'd, we'd fill, you know, a week's worth of Boston globes with different stories and anecdotes. So what is it here that they decided that they want to make it public? They want to, uh, they want and they want to embarrass him or want him want him gone. What is it? What 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 is it? And that's that's why the details that's why the details which shouldn't matter tremendously are what people are going to obsess over because a lot of people are like, why, how, what, what happened? Yeah. So that, that, two- that got you guys to get this upset and and want him gone. Um, yeah, so there's there's two schools of thought on that, depending on what ultimately happened here. You could look at this when it's all said and done and say the Celtics are an upstanding organization with standards that aren't allowing crazy things to happen behind the scenes, like the Mavericks reportedly were, or like you said, the Suns, all the misconduct that seemed to be going on behind the scenes there. If Udoka was in the wrong here and they you know, possibly warned him and it continued or they were trying to put an end to this, or even if it was just something that came up and like you said, zero tolerance and they caught him and it's done here. 
you look at the Celtics and say, all right, that's a functioning organization. If it's something more middling and, you know, gray area or possibly something that maybe warranted a smaller uh, punishment and you could potentially bounce back from, you do question putting this out there if that's what they did, right? Because this is potentially something that could end his coaching career. And especially when you get into the dynamic of, uh, you know, a black head coach who finally has his first opportunity for year after years and years and years here. If, if this is something, a relatively small infraction where, all right, there's a punishment due here, but he should be able to come back from this. You do question him being put out to dry like this. You wish you heard something directly from the team, right? Because this gets out and it seems like there's still sort of this internal discussion going on, uh, possibly a debate about what the right way to handle this is. Should it be a shorter suspension? Should it be a year? Should it be firing? Does this warrant a firing? Would a firing hold up legally over a situation like this? These are all questions we're going to have to potentially ask here, but you do have to question that this is being litigated publicly. Again, anyone in the organization could have put this out to Adrian Wojnarowski, and Woj initially did come out without saying what the violation was. No relationship. Just there's something happening. So, again... That's the thing, and that's why it makes me think that's you know organization side because the if you're getting salacious details from somebody behind the scenes that knows what it is, the first thing that you get is the relationship, not the suspension. You know, yeah. knowing about knowing about how the team is going to react to something is a team is something you get from the organization. Uh, knowing details of an affair um, or interoffice romance is something you could get from the trainer, a ball boy, uh, anybody that's different. You know, that doesn't, they don't know whether he's going to be suspended or not. That's what makes you think that that information came internally came from the team, uh, because they had details of major discipline coming for this situation. Um, so why, I mean, unless it was about to explode and about to get out there in some way or another, um, why is this out here? What is going on? Like, why have they not stepped up? They have the information. They have enough information to have made a decision by now um, and to have acted. What should have come out first is just the action, not the leak. It makes no sense. It makes, yeah, no, it makes no sense. If it just came out, the Celtics have suspended, be like, or are about to, then that report should have been followed by something from the team minutes later. I don't understand how we are where uh, where we are. Yeah, it's startling. And again, how does it get out to the media ultimately? Is this something that the team planned? I'd imagine not. Uh, But in a situation like this, where there does appear to be a debate over his future internally, you might have people who don't like what happened here, uh, who think it is a very severe violation of not only uh, team rules, but ethics and how things should work internally. And you might have some people, like I think a lot of our viewers and you know, people online are saying, what's the big deal here? You, you, you're starting to see what the big deal is here by just what this uh, news being out there has created publicly here. Like, you, you really start to understand why a rule like this is in place, particularly for a head coach of a basketball team in sports, in basketball, where, again, you, you boil down the number of people, people start to get accused on the other side of this. And there's really damaging effects of having done something like this. So do I have some sympathy here for Ime? Potentially. 
depending I don't on what know we whether find I do out or don't. I don't know yeah. whether I do or don't because another thing you have to wonder, and again, I hate doing this because you have to speculate with lack of details. You only have what's reported on, and then you have to put pieces together as best you as best you do. The Celtics aren't dumb. If this is yeah. out there and they're about to move on here, they have to feel pretty good that it's not going to destroy the team. I, at this point, do you think with confidence they move forward on on this t- on basically moving on from eBay, a player that was essentially handpicked by Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart to come in here and to be the coach after a year in which he was incredibly successful, uh, led the team to the to to, to the NBA Finals, unless. They're down with it, unless not only down with it, unless they were so bothered by what was going on behind the scenes that they themselves wanted it. I can't say for sure. I just don't believe that they would do something. Well, that goes back to this is where things get swept under the rug. When you you sweep stuff under the rug, when you want to protect what you have Mm -hmm. desperately, which is I need to save Ime because I need it for the success of our franchise and. Um, the players. But we who are kill teams stay. for that. We we huh? kill we kill teams for sweeping things under but the rug. But that's why people do it. That's yeah. why they do it. And and you understand it. Mm-hmm. That, that's why they do it. Okay. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, but we have a we have a workplace matter here, and we have a basketball matter. And if this organization is able to separate those two things, as difficult as that is, that's kind of how we expect. That's the standard we hold these organizations to. So. There is a, I don't want to say like optimistic side to look at this, but this could be Boston's system working here. Again, that's giving the benefit of the doubt to the team. I don't think we have enough information to give either you side don't. the benefit of the doubt at this point. Uh, but don't. on the other hand. But silence says a lot, right? Like yeah. They're making silence, a difficult decision here. Yeah, But silence by the team says a lot as mm-hmm. well. Because right now, if this were not something that people we're down with and we're not something that the players uh, also supported a decision here you would have a lot of head shaking you'd have some vague tweets some quote tweets subtweets things about like you would just have one of those vague smh you know uh you know from 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 jalen you know which we got during the trade rumors i feel like we'd have something in support of how you're going to do email like this um you don't yet and again I'm sure part of this is the Celtics have begged them, don't say anything until everything is done. But again, you have to feel as it could it could be one of it could be one of two things. It either got away from them fast and this is damage control. It was about to blow up. Somebody was about to leak it. They had to do it and didn't have a plan. But the reports are they brought this to the player's attention two, three days ago. So there this is it makes you believe it's part of a plan, right? That this was coming. Uh, and it was being worked on behind the scenes and it was being handled eternally internally. Is it possible it leaked from outside the organization? And that was never the plan maybe, but it does feel like they have been ramping up towards this, uh, you know, and, and gathering some sort of internal support. Um, Again, like you said, you don't want to lose your head coach. You don't want to lose a chance at contending for a championship if you're a team here. So if you're going to take that difficult step, we're missing something here, certainly. And, you know, what we already have is severe, I think. You know, like there's a rule in place for this for a reason. And it seems like he stepped outside of that and they're taking a, a severe, uh, you know, repercussion for that here. And again, no one wants to see this. Everyone's looking at this through a basketball lens and really frustrated with what this potentially means for the Celtics here. But at the end of the day, 
if this is an unsustainable situation and something wrong happened here, you would think they're taking the right step here by possibly moving on. And listen, we'll see what Missoula is capable of. You wish Will Hardy was still in place as an assistant to step into this role, a very respected assistant who obviously has a head coaching role out there in Utah now. Uh, But what what are you going to do? You have your assistant coach. He has to step up and become an interim. Maybe you pad the bench with uh, guys who are able to help him make that transition. And you still have the talent on the floor to be a championship contender here. This just adds a little more uh, difficulty to the early stages of training camp. And of course, media day on Monday, which is just going to be a fiasco. Well, I mean, absolute fiasco. And again, you know, I, I liked it a lot better when the Celtics were winning the off season. Um, and uh, everything, you know, since, and again, let's just go team side with this, uh, what's going on here. We talked about the the threat, the panic level on Rob going down as a eight, eight point five um, because of his long term thing. You also have the Gallinari thing, of course. This is a 12 out of 10 bad. Yeah, uh, this is a dis- you I know mean, why dis- because- the disaster rating here is off the charts horrible in terms of stability of the because it's beyond yes. moving on from a coach you had, had a culture change which was necessary two years ago brad stevens who by all accounts uh is an excellent basketball coach i de- was identified either by himself or the organization is not the right man for this job the team had tuned out and was tuned out for the majority of last year too uh, or the first half of last year and not responding. And finally you got somebody who came in and made them respond um, and made them play a different brand of basketball. And, you know, I'm not going to say he got them, but together they got to the NBA freaking finals. And now you're starting all over again with an assistant without any uh, head coaching experience going in as the favorites uh, in the Eastern conference. This has, this could be, a disaster that could have ripple effects for who knows how long. Um, and that could involve, as you said, the future of Tatum and Brown and all of these things. This is a disaster. There's no other way around it. They're, I mean, you're starting at zero again with this thing where you finally fought, you were finally like, okay, you figured out the coach thing. That's great. You're worried about bench depth, big guy depth. You're starting all over again. Yeah. And so much of the tone improvement and emphases last season stem from Udoka, Tatum and Brown as ball handlers, and some of these were organizational prerogatives as well. But he was the messenger. He was the guy who talked tough. He was the voice of the organization and the media. These are a lot of the roles that a head coach fills and are difficult for effectively a first-time NBA head coach here in Missoula to step into and not only address that, but also the organizational controversy on hand here. And of course, Brad Stevens is going to have to uh, you know, be a voice in this as well. Wick Gross back in ownership. This is going to have to be a collaborative process for the uh, team to be transparent here and explain to the best of their ability what happened here and what the next steps are for the organization and what they ultimately want to see happen here. We need some answers, certainly, right? Like Monday is going to be a big day for the organization. Uh, well, I mean, you need answers way before Monday, Bobby. I, I don't know. Yep. I don't know what we're doing here. Just yep. do it already. Like, yeah, where's the statement? Do something. Like now, think of doing? the speculation that's out there right now. You're, they you're, are just leaving everybody out to dry. Not only Udoka, which could be fair if he did the wrong things here. How about your staff? 
that is just getting crushed on social media with speculation that careers are being smeared. This is terrible. It's terrible. So do something. Do yeah. something. Say something. Immediately. Like, address address speculation. We are looking. There is an issue. We are looking at it internally. No formal decision has been made. Something. Not Nothing is unbelievable to me right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. And this this isn't Jalen Brown where it's all, oh, do we acknowledge a trade situation? This is a real uh, controversy that needs to have some truth. We are, we are investigating, we are conducting an internal investigation about a matter, yada, yada, yada. We have no further comment at this time. Something, again, I don't know legal ramifications where they're saying something vague versus not vague. My guess is, uh, you know, they're really, 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 really worried um, that uh, about action. Oh, I lost Bobby. Um, that's one of the things you have to consider here, whether there's legal action. We talked about the word consensual and whether or not that actually applies um, here and whether or not you can even have a consensual relationship in an inner office, uh, uh, you know, uh, relationship where there's a, a disparity in rank and the power dynamic here. Um, it's obviously a problematic thing. So it's really difficult to figure out what's going on. My guess is everything right now is the silence is based on any fear of ramifications, it rolling back up on them, uh, legal implications and, uh, Whatever's going on behind the scenes, which again, everything that I see right now points clearly to the Celtics being done. Done with email, washing their hands with it. They are moving settlement is being worked up behind the scenes. The reason there's nothing being said right now is entirely because of that, is that they're figuring out what to do and they're going to do it when it's over. And I believe that I believe the first time we hear from the Celtics is when they send out a statement saying mutually decided to part ways. That's the next we're going to hear from the Celtics. And that's it. Yeah. And, and, that's, and, they, and they will not comment on it. They will not. They will not give us clarity on what happened. They will say it's an internal matter that will not be discussed, but somebody leaked it. That's so, why we're confounded over the leak, right? Somebody leaked it. So the, they want the public to know what it is, and then they're not going to say anything, and they and Ime are going to part ways in a statement that's going to come out probably soon that Ime Odoka and the Boston Celtics decided to mutually part ways, yada, yada, yada. We will have no further comment at this time. And if they're asked about it, they'll say, we can't because of X, Y, and Z, and that's that. And you, we will not get details from the team, and we're going to be stuck with this sons of sam horn and internet reddit sleuthing that's going on behind the scenes with people trying to piece it together uh who was it why was it what's their relationship to whom and on and on and on you go and that's going to be that so and i'm sure part of any settlement is emio doka is not going to get to go public and friggin have his say and let it out there whether or not he thought something was um you know that that the relation uh, organization overreacted or whatever you're not going to get details from the team that's no. what I believe. That's what I believe. The next time we hear from the organization is to announce that they and may have parted ways. And that and, seems and people, to be- guys, you got to stop saying the Feaster thing. It's not Allison Feaster. It's been confirmed by a reputable reporter. It's not. And it's just, we got to stop with that speculation uh, on it because a lot of people are kind of running all over the place with it. Uh, it. It has been confirmed to not be. And also, I just don't think that it matters. Uh, but it's, it's already out there that it's not. Anyway, go ahead, Bobby. Yeah, that seems to stem from people frustrated with the basketball implications here. But again, there's real 
implications beyond that for people on this team working, advancing their careers like Allison. It's really a shame what happened enough, to her. Enough, the stop last, it. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. So enough. the team's in a in a rough spot here, and who knows? They might be doing all the right things here to address what was, you know, bad behavior behind the scenes outside of not only the team's standards here, but ethical standards of how a coach should lead a team. And listen, if Udoka did these things that he's been alleged to have done here – you expect better from him. It's too bad, right? He had a bright future uh, coaching this team, brought them to a championship in his first season. It just seemed to be the right voice and hit all the marks and pushed all the right buttons here. Maybe had little quibbles over the X's and O's at points, but you, there's no doubt that it was an outstanding success as a hire in year one, and everybody came away oh, thrilled yeah. about it. And now at this point, it looks like it's going to be over here and you have to pivot as an organization. So, so pe- people are asking right now, a commenter um, asked, uh, very, and you're right, Bobby. Um, it, it was... Uh, he yeah, was the story of the season, right? I thought that so. One change no, changed beyond everything. That, beyond that, I, you know, I give him, I thought he should have been coach of the year. I give him a huge share of the credit, huge share uh, of what happened, both in terms of getting the buy-in and in terms of, um, the tactical uh, decision to let Rob play free safety, which really allowed the defense to operate at a different level and turn double big, which we thought was this clunky nightmare that was bogging down the offense into something that made them this unstoppable defensive force with everybody kind of After playing a season on a string. where they were as bad as anyone defense. As bad as anybody. So this comment was put out here, and I think that it's fair. Um, people want us to de-stress from the situation. I want to de-stress from this situation. I'm pretty uh, jacked up. Um, so one of the things we do to de-stress, yeah, calm. Um, Why do we need it more than ever? Who thought calm? Thank you. Calm, save us. Um, we need this more than ever now. Uh, and again, calm is one of our uh, most uh, you know, uh, valued sponsors um, that's been with us for a long time here uh, and is going to hopefully uh, remain with us throughout the season. We need your help for that to be the case. So please um, if you're into this and you want to de-stress, and again, it's not just a Celtic situation. I'm sure there's tons of things that go on in your lives, you know, family, work stress, uh, you know, kids who wake you up at six in the morning demanding pancakes when you were up till 3 a.m. because of this Ime Udoka nonsense. Um, yeah, that's me. But yeah, sometimes you need help getting to sleep uh, and getting your mind right uh, and uh, calm is uh, what you need to do. It's the number one uh, mental wellness app. It's one of our partners here at the Garden Report. Uh, gives you the tools to improve the way you feel. I know some people are like, eh, I'm not into this stuff. That's fine. Trust me, try it. Uh, and it will make all the difference in the world. Uh, you can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. A ton of new sleep stories. Jimmy Toscano loves those. But little Jimmy, after a tough day of homeschool, likes to be he likes to go to bed with a, with a little uh, sleep story. Yeah. Um, he loves it. Little Jimmy. <laughs> he's all he's all tuckered out from homeschool. Uh, the rain's good for me. I get by with the rain. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love the nature sounds. I love the ocean. Uh, improved focus, curated music tracks, rest and recharge with, like we said, the sleep stories for children and adults. Jimmy, Jimmy likes the children's ones, but that's fine. Um, there's a new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body. So what you need to do, number one, is go to calm.com slash garden. That's super important because you have to go to that URL to get the discount. It's a big discount. 40% off a premium subscription is an insanely good deal. Um, this is really not a lot of money for a year's worth of relaxation, 
you know, helping you stress less, sleep more, live a happier, healthier life. Uh, we all do that. We all use it here on the Garden Report. Please check it out. And if you do purchase it, and you should, we will send you this. And, and by the way, nothing is phenomenal right now. Nothing. Except, except for this T-shirt. Um, this might be the only phenomenal thing left right now with the Boston Celtics. But we will send you one of these T-shirts. Please DM me. Um, you see my Twitter handle up on the screen. Uh, the uh, DM me with uh, a receipt from your purchase and your shirt size and your address, and we will send it off um, as soon as we can. So, I have a I have a Luke Cornett. Sam Hauser breakdown that's just sitting in the archives right now. Like, when am I going to be able to put that out there? This week's been insane. I, I, we we have not we've been covering this team three years here on this show. We've seen some crazy stuff. We've seen the coach become GM and a new coach be inserted, and we, our heads were spinning. This week blows all that out of the water. I cannot believe what we've seen from this team that had enormous hype, promise, expectations, and still will right. A coaching yeah. change is significant here, but Jason Tatum still on this team. Jalen Brown, all the talent. Rob's presumably back at some point this year. This season isn't over because of this, but man, does it get off to a difficult start here. It's bad. And again, we're talking about having to dig through the internet to figure out what's going on. What do we have? Very little to go on. You got Jalen Brown who, you know, likes and retweets stuff. Uh, every once in a while, um, liking all a tweet. we seem to know, right, is that Udoka will not coach a game for this team this year. Yeah, that seems uh, to be clear. But you got you know, you got Jalen Brown liking a tweet that talks about you know things things might look bad, but they're actually looking up. What was that? Let me pull it up here. It was um, when you think everything is falling apart, boy. When I tell you everything is falling into place, I don't know what that means, but I know Jalen Brown liked it. Um, I know that Robert Williams just did an Instagram story, the peace sign in an hourglass. I don't know oh, what that he was means. Getting, he was getting surgery today. Okay. I hope yeah. that's all it was. And because Rob, my guess is, you know, is more oblivious to this than anybody else. So yeah. I hope that Robin, Robin Gallinari had their surgeries today. So that's probably what that was. Yeah. Um, so, you know, prayers up for Rob, uh, obviously that that's a big deal. Um, uh, as well. And we hope that they went in there. Well, maybe there's a, shred of good news coming out of today and that the Rob Williams thing was simply a small little cleanup and he's going to be springy and Rob like in no time. So uh, it'd be nice to, what would be amazing is if we get, when we get the press release from the Celtics that these guys underwent successful surgery before we get a press release on the Adoka situation, which is yeah. very likely. Um, so that's where we're at guys. Um, you know, that's where we're at uh, with what we have. I don't really know where else to go here. Um, I guess I just say in, in addition to, Go ahead. Say your thing. I have I have one more thought, but go ahead. So Udoka was a significant force in this team, and I think he is deserving of a lot of credit uh, of what they did last year. But his staff's still here. Now, is Missoula ready to take on that head coaching responsibility? That's the huge question right now. But we read stories last year of the enormous impact that Damon Stardemeyer had, uh, of these other coaches, Ben Sullivan uh, as a shooting coach, and he had a great staff, seemingly. They got a lot of credit. You hear that stuff when you have top-down yeah. success. You know, nobody mm -hmm. gives a crap about Belichick's assistance. If Belichick, you know, if, um, well, if, they get a lot of credit. If no, I'm saying if, if they're if they're performing badly, the team is performing badly. The assistants get shredded. When the team performs well, you're going to talk them up. So yeah, of course. Yeah, but we we had that story in the athletic midway through the year of all right, Udoka's not being hard enough on these guys. All of a sudden, he's got a couple assistants who are stepping up here. Forget who it was exactly who are saying, "All right, 
get tough with these guys. But again, that shows the importance of that voice, right? The figure, uh, the guy who gets that buy-in. And that's what the head coach is all about, right? Because you have all these little individual uh, you know, participation by the assistants here. They all have their jobs. And Wilt Hardy was a major figure on the bench in terms of breaking down film in real time and all the different ways he helped. He had the experience as well uh, working under Popovich there. Now you lose Hardy and you lose Udoka here. That's a staggering loss for the bench now. And Missoula, again, did great work with these guys in Summer League. I was out there in 2021 when he was the head coach of that Summer League team. Uh, but, you know, two seasons of college coaching here, it's tough to say whether that's going to translate, particularly when it comes to leading this team through these troubling times. Do you have a thought at all, John, that Brad Stevens should consider maybe walking downstairs again and stepping into that room and helping ease this transition? I do not because it's already failed um, and it doesn't work anymore. Okay. If Brad, Brad self-identified or was identified as a problem who lost the team, him coming back in and it's doubly problematic. If there's any people in that room that think he may got done dirty. And Mm -hmm. if that's the case, then it's like, you guys did this. You made the decision and now you're back. We didn't like you. We were trying to be nice, but we didn't want you here last year. You're fine up in the front office, but no, you, we didn't work here. And that's so, a difficult balance too, right? Coach so you slash need, GM. You need, you need what you, uh, this dovetails perfectly into kind of my point. What I was going to say, Bobby, the most important thing going forward now, is, as far as the organization is concerned is, um, where the players' heads are at. And I said this, this is no different than when Ime Odoka was hired. Most of, I didn't care. Remember, we talked about, is he good? Is he ready? Uh, Bringing in an assistant, no no experience. None of that mattered to me. None of it. Um, Because the only thing that mattered, lost Bobby again. Only thing that mattered to me when Udoka was hired is if the players liked him. And the fact that you had Tatum and Brown's stamp of approval, albeit a tepid one, because I don't think those guys get super excited about anything. But the uh, the assumption here was that those guys were 100% on board with the hiring and wanted Udoka back. And I think Bobby's trying to sneak back in here. So let me pull him in here. All right. So, Bobby, as I was saying, when he was hired, the most important thing I thought was that the players liked him. I didn't care about his experience. I didn't care about his, you know, whether or not he was up to the job, whether there'd be uh, a little bit of a learning curve, take his lumps early. You needed the player buy-in. It was by far the most important thing. On the way out, player buy-in is the most important thing here as well. This story is as big as it is to the players. Not, again, we're going to get hung up on the, is Missoula good enough? Is the coaching good enough? Of course, you bring in a coach who's an abject, who's an absolute disaster, and yes, that can tank a season. You bring in a replacement level coach that can at least steer a ship and and not be totally rudderless and keep these keep it moving forward. And you have the talent, you should be fine. But what's going to be a problem is if the players behind the scenes are like, I cannot believe you guys did email like that. And if that's the vibe, there is no coming back from this. And you have long you have long term ripple effects in the organization who feel like 
this was who don't agree with and ownership, let's... who are pissed at management, and who thought Ime was their guy. However, if the players hated what was going on behind the scenes, yeah, I'm not comparing situations here, but it is really interesting because the media sees one thing and the fans see one thing and the people see another. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bruce Cassidy. Room, yeah. I'm gonna take the Bruce Cassidy situation. First of all, media loved Bruce Cassidy, loved him. Still loves him. Uh, second, he'd had success uh, on that team. So it wasn't a matter of track record. Uh, very recently being a coach of the year. Um, it was the presumption that the players loved Bruce. But after he got whacked, really nobody came to his defense. Uh, and what we found out behind the scenes is players weren't digging him. They didn't like some things about him. They didn't like how hard he was on them. Uh, uh, publicly, he they didn't like certain things about how he set up, you know, how they were playing, uh, you know, offensively X, Y, and Z. And I'll, there's even speculation that some players like Bergeron and Krejci, though they'll never admit it, weren't coming back to play for this man. Again, we don't know if that's entirely true. What we do know is the perceived support and, you know, love for a, a, a head coach that everybody thought was universally uh, adored. Uh, didn't exist. It wasn't a real thing. So we don't know behind the scenes is maybe they don't love you. Maybe they, maybe there's, they didn't love Ime or they don't as much as we think, <laughs> but if they do and they're pissed or they might think that what he did was so bad and egregious and he'd been, it had been an ongoing thing and it was a distraction. <laughs> and John Farrell's another person who comes to mind in terms of Boston history here. Um, where the players are all set. Screw this guy. He's off doing his own shit and it's messing with us. That's possible. So the player reaction, long story short, is I don't know which of these things are true, but the player reaction to what is ultimately going to be Ime's resignation um, and removal from the team is the most important aspect of this. Yeah, and like you said, you want the next guy to be able to come in there and calm those waters a bit and be able to say the right things to these guys and get some level of buy-in, right? Because it's going to be difficult for a first-time head coach who's stepping up off the lower level of the bench. Again, Missoula was already uh, stepping from sort of this development role, working with Neesmith and Pritchard and some of the guys deeper on the bench into that assistant spot. Nudoka spoke really high, highly of him when we were at Summer League. Tatum as well, saying you can tell how passionate he is about the guys and his craft. He's gotten so much more knowledgeable, vocal, and comfortable in his role as a coach. He's helped me out tremendously. So Tatum, with a real seal of approval of Missoula uh, back there in the finals, which of course is as important as anyone on this roster yeah. uh, when it comes to you know, approval of this guy's head coach. But I think you hit a lot of the right points there is that the team's reaction to this is going to be the entire story of what this means yep. for this season. Right. Like, do they have belief in what the front office did here? Uh, was this appropriate action? Do they really, really miss him? Or do they just kind of put their heads down and say, all right, we're the players. We're going to go win this championship here. The worry is that it seemed from our perspective, right? Like Udoka did so much steering last year, so much uh, talking for the team, uh, setting those prerogatives, emphases, and even just kind of dictating what the tone would be for the group publicly through their struggles and through their successes. Like a lot yeah. of those ups and downs in the playoffs, he really grabbed the rope, right? And was like, all right, we're down 3-2, but we're not worried here and blah, 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 blah. And then they came back and won that series. Yeah. So this is this is definitely tough internally as well for them to manage this. 
Yep. Um, so let's recap. There's some people kind of jumping in late, which is cool because, you know, who expects a garden report in the middle of the day um, here? But obviously there's a ton talking about. So um, let's get through every piece of information we know based off of reporting. OK, <laughs> not getting into speculation. I'm going to go through the entire timeline. 1035 last night, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski tweets out that there's a uh, potential discipline. Uh, involving, I mean, certain discipline and potential long-term suspension for Ime Udoka uh, for violating some sort of team rule. Leaves everybody twisting in the wind for a couple of hours. Not really sure what that means. Obviously, you know, speculation runs rampant. Shams from The Athletic and Stadium follows up a couple hours later and says it was a consensual, it was a relationship with a, with a female employee. Woj also doubles down on that next morning, consensual relationship. And again, the number the word consensual has been thrown around twice with a female staffer. Um, so those are the pieces of information that you hear. Then you also hear next, which is, okay, consensual relationship, female staffer. How severe is that going to be? What is this punishment going to be? Some people, five games, 10 games. What's significant for something like this? Then the report comes out that it's a year. And all of a sudden, stuff kicks into overdrive because you're like, what? A year is on the table? That is insane. So that's the other piece of information. That's where the story went from like, where okay, seems like he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar or something happened to, uh-oh. <laughs> then soon after that. Particularly when it's particularly when it's framed very early as penalizing. Yeah. Significant penalty. Yeah. So soon after that, right, soon after that, because you had significant penalty, but nobody knew what that meant. To me at that time, Bobby, 10 games, 20 games, would have been very significant, very significant. Yeah. I even speculated right before that one-year report came out, maybe he just misses the preseason and he's away from the team, which while not great, would be a slap on the wrist sort of suspension allow him to return here and then go back to business as usual. But that year-long suspension, then Chris Mannix comes out and says, okay, now he is considering resigning, which is kind of where our, our minds started to go once the one-year was floated. So now... You've got some heavy-duty problems um, with with what's going on here, and the picture being painted very clearly is Celtics are done with Ime, uh, and right now I think the delay. And right now, what we do, we don't have a, we don't have a, anything from the Celtics, nothing. Um, you have nothing from players really <laughs> of any substance, and um, certainly nothing from you know Ime, uh, of course. Um, so something like this, we just really haven't seen anything uh, like it. And now we're stuck twisting in the wind uh, here with what's going to happen next. But the presumption is... And that's what's is, most confusing about The presumption this, right? is, is that right, it, that it, something's coming. And the only thing that makes sense right now, and what we've concluded is behind the scenes, they're working on a settlement where Ime Udoka is going to resign, and that's going to be that. And that's what we expect is going to happen sometime soon. Um, and that's uh, it. What I do want to add in here, and somebody's mentioned in the comments, there is rampant specula speculation about... <laughs> Who's the employee? What happened? X, Y, Z. Everybody's name. Everybody immediately went to Allison Feaster, who uh, works in the what is the title of uh, Allison? Uh, Vice president of player development, player development. OK, uh, extremely high up in the organization, an extremely valued member of the organization. Uh, the only really front facing one of the front facing females. I, I, it's not calling her a staffer seems uh, it's not a, I mean, sure. She works on the team, but uh, you know, she's very high up uh, in the, in the, in the structure. Uh, and it plays a very important role with the front office staff, uh, former Harvard player, WNBA player, um, Allison Feaster. It's not that it's been confirmed. It's not that it stinks that we have to say it, but 
that's what it is. Um, it has been confirmed it is not Allison Feaster. So please, everyone, stop speculating. What it. a disaster that is! Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, that's yeah. brutal. So that's what we have. Um, that's where we're at. Um, and uh, and th- these are all the facts that we have. Uh, we've been on for a little, uh, you know, close to an hour right now, kind of waiting to see whether another shoe would drop and nothing has right now. No. And Woj had pointed toward the team coming to some kind of uh, announcement today. or determination today. Yeah. Before Friday. So maybe they squeeze this in at the end of the afternoon uh, and we'll be back later tonight talking about it. But I think we did a good job covering it here. And again, like, I know everyone's frustrated about the basketball side of this, but we just saw what happened out in Phoenix with a bad workplace and very toxic things happening behind the scenes. You know, maybe the Celtics are taking the appropriate steps to prevent something like that from happening here. Who knows? and again, to be fair and to understand it again, the concept of consensual relationship in the inner office dynamic, power dynamics here between someone with authority and someone without authority um, is a, a troublesome thing. And you can really question whether or not any relationship truly can be uh, can be consensual, uh, given that and all of the you know potential things that can happen off of that. There's a very clear reason why. I've worked companies where that's been the case, where it is absolutely not permitted under any circumstances. You cannot um, date because it can be there's uh, especially given his legal there's legal implications. It can really mess up with the workplace. So people talk about in the real world what would happen in the real world. It's very possible someone could be terminated for something like this. That makes sense. Uh, What is strange to us is if the Celtics really wanted to preserve. you know, Ime's job and kind of keep things going here. We've seen organizations and we know for a fact, and you know, very clearly people try to sweep stuff under the rug all the time. The Celtics are not doing that here. The Celtics clearly have determined whatever it is that Ime has done has risen to the level of them no longer wanting to be uh, partnered with him. And that's, what's interesting to people. It's not like it couldn't happen and it wouldn't happen in the real world. Of course it would. Um, and of course it could um, and has, but also there's plenty of situations where there's been, uh, impropriety and stuff behind the scenes and organizations try desperately to kind of sweep it aside, deal with stuff internally, not have things blow up in their face because they want to maintain, especially if there's not pending legal action or some sort of shit storm or something here that's going to happen. The question is beyond the black and white aspect of broke a rule. It's a rule we take seriously. Why all of this? It, that's what's still not clear. And again, people are going to speculate, and I have as well. I don't want to say it publicly, but is it, you know, I again, I don't really want to say. You can put a lot of pieces. <laughs> don't to, say it. No, I'm saying you can put a lot of pieces <laughs> together and wonder what is actually going on and if there's more to it than we, than we know. Um, and that's it. My biggest question is why, when it seems like determinations haven't been made internally about how to handle this, it got out. And... That goes for Ime, you know, giving him a fair process here and giving him due benefit of the doubt for what happened, as well as the staffers whose names have been thrown into the mix here, and as well as the organization to, you know, get their official message out here and figure out what that's going to be, right? Like, they could not have organizationally decided, all right, we're going to put this out and test the waters and see how this goes, like... That could not have been the plan here. So why did it leak? 
again, Woj didn't have the actual details of what happened here initially. So it was kind of being handled internally. And you had the team basically saying, there's a matter here. He violated team rule and there's going to be some sort of penalty for it. And then Shams comes through with the actual details of what happened, which I'm sure did not have to do uh, come from the team. But who knows? We're always kind of guessing like where things stem from with this reporting and whose guy is who and all that stuff. But that's perplexing, right? They're still talking about what's the coaching situation going to be like? What's the penalty? Is there going to be a resignation? And meanwhile, Boston's burning on the outside and everyone's trying to figure out what's going on, right? So that's a really perplexing part of this is why this is played out so publicly. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, We do want to, before we wrap, um, bring up another uh, one of our sponsors here, um, you know, that we want to talk about. And again, you're talking about (laughs) maintaining good health. We all need to do that. So um, check out Athletic Greens. Um, It's, you know, one-stop shopping, 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-sourced ingredients, probiotics, put you in one little scoop, cup of water, uh, supports your health, gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery focus, aging, all of these things, uh, supported by tons of uh, medical professionals, uh, athletes, celebrities, thousands and thousands and thousands of positive positive reviews, lifestyle-friendly, virtually no sugar at all, supports better sleep quality and recovery, mental clarity and alertness. Every one of us over here on the Garden Report use it. We ask that you use it Needed it this morning. It was a late night. It was a late night. I double scooped. Um, Yeah. I got 150 minerals in me this morning. Uh, So make it easy. (laughs) Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash garden. That's super important because you have to go through that URL for us to get credit. Uh, and for you to be able to get this discount bonus. If you do that, um, again, athleticgreens.com slash garden. If you do that, send me your receipt and information to uh, my Twitter handle here, and you get a phenomenal T-shirt. And again, nothing right now is phenomenal at all. Uh, and also, again, quick shout-out again to Calm, our other sponsor for this show, com.com slash garden, number one sleep and mental wellness app. That's a 40% premium subscription. You, you sign up for either of these phenomenal t-shirt you sign up for both i gotta come up with something really good for you um but but uh definitely check it out so bobby before we put a bow on all of this what do you want to where, where do you want to go here john will sign the shirt <laughs> i, I think we said all it needs <laughs> i think we said all that'll it needs devalue said, it yeah. that happened to me once at spring training like when the socks were at the old old ballpark and somebody asked me for my autograph and i was like you know producer or something at like channel seven. I was like, you, I was like, you can't really want that. <laughs> I was like, please don't, do, please don't do that. I think that's the only time I've ever been asked for an autograph, but yeah, Bobby gets asked for uh, pictures all the time. Selfies, uh, um, you know, down at the garden. That's terrific. Anyway, yeah, uh, we... <laughs> the house is on fire here. <clears throat> yeah, this is, this is a disaster and you really worry how it's going to impact the team. I think you put it well when you said, How's the room going to react to this? Is there a level of trust between what the front office is doing here and what the players perceive this to be? And we haven't really heard from anybody yet. So are the players all just scrolling through Twitter right now themselves trying to figure out what's going on? That's something you wonder about as well, especially with everything that's gone on already this offseason, right? In terms of where everybody stands on the roster and what's happening next with this organization. My antenna went up, right? When Wick said what he said on Friday. Was that Rob? Was that Ime? Or was it just a little bit of everything? Like, uh uh-oh, 
maybe reel back expectations for this season a little bit here because there's a lot going on, and this yeah. certainly is. So you do give this team, these players, a little bit of leeway through the early stages of camp here. And How do you get what you want out of camp when you're going through a coaching change? <laughs> this thing starts on Tuesday. The whole team's already back in the facilities. I found it interesting that Ime, you know, what we've seen pictures and videos of everybody, right? The, you've really never heard from Ime this whole offseason, right? Podcast or interview or availability or anything else. So you almost wonder what he, like, that was one of my first thoughts here, right? Is like, what's he going to have to address here? Because, right, he has a family. He had a past relationship that we all knew about. And, you know, are they still together? Are they not? That's really none of our business. But that is something that kind of has to be addressed with a controversy, right? Like this and the accusation that's been made. So I'm sure he's going to have things to address as well. But that characterization from the earliest moment, right, that the team is coming down with a significant uh, penalty here on him. This isn't giving him time to step away and figure out his own stuff here. Like the team is really trying to show that they are laying down the law here on something that they found unacceptable. So I'd imagine there is still going to be a lot more to learn about this. I think it's tough to kind of hold your tongue. We talk here on a show. I'm we trying to hold my everybody. tongue. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. Know. so, but sometimes that's the best course of action, right? That's the responsible way to go. We just got to wait. And you know, you got to wait for multiple out, reasons, Bobby, yeah. because again, I, again, just to reiterate the thing I've said multiple times, whether or not, um, you know, when the power dynamic comes into play an in inter-office romance between uh, somebody of uh, the stature of Emi Odoka and somebody, uh, you know, a, a, a subordinate or a lower level staffer um, comes into play. Can it truly be consensual? And that's why, um, you know, those things are always problematic for, for sure. Um, does it happen a lot? Yeah, uh, probably a ton. Um, but what is it here that took him in this direction? Um, I don't know. And I don't know well, anything. This is what I we talk about, again, right? I, I'm, I'm, but this is what we talk about, right, with women in sports. Like they're in a difficult position where they're a handful in the organization a guy as powerful as Udoka, and again, I think this is what you were just alluding to there, can he have a relationship with someone in the organization when he's an authority figure and he might have a hand I, in I, whether your career is advanced? Like that, that's why a rule like this is in place. Not to mention the speculation that's gone on, which has just been so damaging today. I really can't get over that Allison situation. And credit to Mark Spears uh, for putting that out there and saying that this is not her. This is not real. And I think that should be a good lesson for everybody who was floating that. It's uh, it's it sucks. It sucks that it's happened. It sucks that other people are currently being dragged uh, on Twitter and being brought into it. Um, all of it sucks. The whole thing sucks. Um, but again, um, at the how, end of the day, how if, did we if get? To, how did it did rise? This? If it's black and white, clear cut, violated a rule in which they have zero tolerance policy, do it. Yeah, ax it. I don't get it. I don't get the level of um, discipline coming and the fact that we believe very clearly based off of everything that's happening right now that the Celtics' ultimate desired outcome is for Ime to no longer be the coach and to force a resignation, which is just bananas um, to me that it's so bad that it can't be salvaged, that it can't be saved, that it can't be... Um, Worked out with a, a, a small suspension and a fine or um, some sort of training or some sort of something, something behind the scenes. That's what I, I 
is there a world, I'll put it this way, for the for the people on the other side of, uh, not the other side, for the people on the side of this that say zero tolerance, something like this has to be nipped in the bud. Would you be furious if the reaction, if the response from the Celtics was, um, you know, 30-day suspension, no pay, mistraining camp, uh, sensitivity courses, X, Y, Z, something, something, something for violating rules? Yeah, I, I, you know, that would make sense. There's plenty of rules. Put it this way. <laughs> and again, there's rules. There's lots of rules and lots of companies where if you got into a fist fight or two, two employees get into a fight on, on company property, they're both terminated. If Ime got into a fight with somebody there and they fired him, would you be like, couldn't you guys have just done something different? Did you have to fire him? Like, I know it's in the rules and I know it's really bad and you can't have that. But like two people got heated. That was terrible. Can we figure something else out? Um, I don't know. Um, it, it, is it a situation where you feel like his this predatory environment? Again, I don't know the level. That's why you don't want to fully speculate. Or maybe there were warnings, right? Maybe, like, maybe there's warnings. Be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And it just continued and it got to a point where this kind of action had to be taken. We, so that's what I mean. It's like, like it is, we really need, there's we no really need coming the back from here. it. We might never know them. Yeah. There's, there's no coming back. All from, we can imagine, John, yeah. is that all we can imagine is that the team probably doesn't want to tear apart its coaching staff days before media day. Uh, go into a year where they had championship aspirations with this huge question mark. And yet they did it. So, there was something serious enough here where they took this action in spite of the damage they were doing to themselves. Because again, this was not a league matter, right? The league wasn't involved in this at all. The Celtics said, we got to do something here and suspended them for a year. So I think we can draw some inferences from that, that this was serious or they at least viewed it as serious or something that was unsustainable because even if that expectation is that he's going to step down and be gone uh, with a year suspension, that's probably signifying that whatever relationship dynamic was at play here was unsustainable. And this was not something that Eme could return to the Boston Celtics and be a figurehead after, right? Like this, whatever the situation was, it was unsustainable. And so they did what they did here. Was it the right way to go about it? We'll go back and forth about that. But you're going to displace your coach for a year on your own accord. You thought something was wrong here, right? That's what we're taking from this. Wrong, again, and it's wrong for whatever reasons they deemed it to be wrong to this level. And again, if it was like, put it this way, not everything is created equal, right? If Ime was in a relationship with somebody and 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 that and there was even if infidelity came into play and those two were going to ultimately um get engaged and you know and it had gotten serious and they're both very serious about one another and they wanted to get married and that was the result of this um you know people would say well you know i mean look it happened with the red sox with middlebrooks and jenny dell who while being you know a, a, a nesson employee um you know that's owned by the team and that was something that could be potentially problematic uh, but they ended up getting married um, and it became a different story. Um, and again, not directly the same thing here, but also something that, you know, happened here um, <laughs> in Boston. And there's other examples of it as well. You, you view it a little bit differently. But if there's something else going on, whether it's predatory behavior, worried that there's a ton of stuff going on, warnings, more than one instance, um, 
you know, person who fears for, you know, uh, their job security, uh, things that have disrupted the workplace. Yeah, there's a million different layers to um, that could uh, make this a ton more problematic. So, yes, it's not as black and white as broke a rule. And that was that it has to be something that they've deemed unacceptable to the point that him returning is not a good idea anymore. And they have to feel pretty confident about it. And it's, I think it's over. I think at this point um, we are going to expect uh, Ime Udoka's resignation um, sometime, possibly by today. If that's the case, we'll come back up um, and, um, and, and talk about it. But I think that that's, yeah, I think that that's real. Certainly if there's more detail. Yeah. And I, if you're wondering why a rule like this is in place, you just have to look at what happened today. Nothing going on here turned out well for anyone involved and that's why you would have a rule in place like this to not allow something like this to happen in the workplace again like i was pretty new to hr and what's permissible and what the seriousness of something like this is john coming into today like i even came into it and was like all right is this a fireable offense yeah. that's but the thing you is see with what played out today like why something at, like that is at, not allowed at face value, you can look at it a few things. It makes sense why it's not allowed, but there's a lot of people who will say it's too freaking consenting adults. And if this truly was a consensual relationship, what are we doing here? I get both sides. I really do. Um, without the details, it's really hard to come to a firm opinion on whether or not you think it merits this level of response. And that's where we're kind of stuck here. But the re yeah. reality is, whether we feel that way, the Celtics do. And the mm -hmm. Celtics at this point are moving on from email. And that's why the speculation does us no good because it absolutely, you could speculate and draw one conclusion and it ends up being completely the other thing, right? My initial reaction was really like, they're going to get rid of email over this, but what if it's a great deal more worse? Um, you know, what if it's, what if it's, it, I, you'll regret feeling that way and having that take. Uh, and I've said so on Twitter, like at face value, it's difficult to understand why it rose to this level, unless there's just a lot more that we don't know. And once we do know it, we may feel totally differently. Um, so it, that's, that's, that's why the speculation messes up your thinking. We get too hung up on whether this should be happening or not. And we don't know that yet. What we do know is it is happening. And Ime's career with the Celtics seems to be over. Yep, and there's going to be a massive uh, void to fill there. When imagine it's going to be Brad. Reports are it's going to be Joe Missoula and possibly bring in a coach like Frank Vogel to help ease that transition. I think that would be a good idea here because this is going to be a, a rough period for not only Missoula having to speak for the team and lead these guys through this, uh, but also uh, the uh, players themselves who – Again, what do they know at this point, right? I guess you said they had been briefed on this, right? That was a report that was out there. There was a the report that the players in the, in the couple of days prior <laughs> had been told what's happening behind the scenes. All right. That's good. Yeah, so that's what we got. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll circle back if we learn anything else this afternoon. I'd imagine we'll get a statement before the afternoon's done, you would hope. Yeah, because that's the biggest thing. Where's the team on this? A lot of people are floating in the wind right now, and I think – you know, they probably look at that and they're like, all right, like you guys want to hear something. But I think like they owe some of their employees uh, an announcement on what's going on here, considering what's happened to a lot of them on social media today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people are concerned with your eyes, Bobby. And, and at this point, I feel I have to talk about it. I don't know. I, I guess it's uh, my screen time. What, what, 10, 11 hours. I was you're a little three four. You're a little, a little groggy. 
You're a little yeah. blinky, and people are saying I I don't blink. I think I blink. Um, but certainly a lot of blinking is more noticeable. I'm glad no we're blinking. focused on the issue at hand. <laughs> well, once we get past the hour, it's it, it, yeah. you're, you you can go into uh, you know this is where we maybe get maybe I should pi- give my eyes a rest. Let's let's get off the air here. <laughs> this is where this is where we get into pickles and pizza typically. Um, so at this point, the obsession seems to be over your uh, uh, your lack of blinking, and uh, I, I think it's from a place of love. I think it's from a place of genuine concern. Yep, I'm uh, I'm ready. But the for blink, games, the John. blink meter right now, you would be slaughtering me. There's no question about that. Yeah, I'm ready for some game. Yeah, I'm breaking down Hauser film, Cornette. How are these guys gonna fit? And here we are again talking about something else crazy <laughs> off the court. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that's fine. And, and this isn't the last one. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm, I'll I'll tell you off the air. But I'm sure we're gonna have another tough discussion by the time the preseason's over are you uh, quitting? i think you might know it no <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you off the air all right cool Woo tease big tease um so uh once again uh just to recap we've been through all of the stories we don't have all the details of what's happening we do expect something from the celtics we will jump back on i think we're going to come back on it i i I don't know if we're going to come on for breaking news. We may. If if Ime resigns, Bobby and I might jump back on just to get your reactions to it. We've said a lot about the story. Certainly, we might have more details back then. So as things we develop, might get Jimmy on tonight. Yeah. As things develop, come. there's a yeah, there's the possibility we jump on again in the middle of the afternoon. More likely than not, we are going to do a show tonight uh, with Jimmy, potentially Joe Sway, and. Um, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Sherrod as well, uh, yeah. and, and, and really get some added perspective here. I'm going to keep talking to people. Uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm really interested to see Bobby's going to be working, uh, behind the scenes as well to figure out what else we can figure out and bring, uh, to the conversation. So we have more to say, but beyond that, I think we gotta, we gotta wrap, but thank you guys. I mean, uh, you know, uh, for jumping on here, I know everybody's super interested and concerned with what's going on. Uh, on a, you know, it's a crappy day for the organization right now for what's going on. Uh, and this is certainly not fun news to talk about. It is, uh, always fun, um, having you guys here, um, because we miss you and we do like hanging out and we were getting very excited about kind of picking up with uh, garden reports and doing it on a more regular basis, um, starting next week with media day and beyond, um, which we're obviously going to do, but it's definitely been, um, you know, there's kind of a cloud hanging over the team right now. So it's a bit of a, bit of a bum bit of a bummer but uh we we do uh enjoy uh you know doing the shows again and having you guys back so thank you for hanging out with us yeah thanks guys yep uh we're gonna wrap it once again quick shout out <laughs> sponsors um really do appreciate if you at least go to the website and check it out or do some research on either of these sponsors if you don't end up deciding it's for you that's totally understandable it's not for everybody but number one athleticgreens.com slash garden um it's uh 75 uh vitamins and minerals all in one scoop helps promote uh sleep and uh and uh and uh you know immune system and mental clarity uh and really an excellent uh excellent supplement for your health uh, so go check that out athleticgreens.com slash garden you get that offer when your supply of vitamin d five free travel packs and of course, calm.com, number one health and wellness app. Receive a 40% off a calm premium subscription. Calm.com slash garden. Go check either of those out and come back 
and DM me your receipt, your shirt size, your address. We will send you a phenomenal T-shirt. Once again, uh, Ime Odoka, uh, facing a likely suspension for the entire year, is considering resigning for what is being at the moment called a consensual relationship with a female staff member. Uh, we hope to know more later, and we will bring the details to you once we do. Thanks for hanging out with us.